time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Well, Teddy Lehman knows what Mike and Bob Stoops have meant to this program, especially his head coach. His intensity, his confidence, everything just rubs off on the team. And, you know, whenever we're in a tough game, a tight game, he's on the sideline. He, you know, it's like he knows what's going to happen. He knows we're going to win. So everyone's, it rubs off on everyone that, you know, it's going to be all right. We just keep playing our ball, you know, keep playing tough, you know, and do what we're supposed to do, then we'll win. Thank Tyler for finding all of the deep, dark corners of the interwebs and uh, <laughs> locating any and all embarrassing audio he can of you know all those days. Teddy, you know, layman. Did you used to say you know a lot in those days, or did it just come through in that interview? <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. You know. Probably. <laughs> Probably said it a lot during it, interviews. I guess everyone at that age. What age were you at that time? In 2002, were you 21? 21. Yeah, I think most 21-year-olds say you know a lot, right? Yeah, and whenever you're on camera or being recorded and you feel like every moment has to be taken up and you can't pause and give it a little extra thought, you just, you know, and uh, 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 you throw all those things in there. But so. there was a very good. Do it. There was a very good point in there, as you uh, said to start off the show today. Uh, through the good, the bad, and the in between, you might have Mike yelling at Brent. You might have Mangino screaming <laughs> in an offensive lineman's face mask. You might have a lot of things going on, but Bob Stoops was always calm, cool, and collected, and he was always confident that no matter the situation. The team was going to find a way to win. Yeah. And there is actually a lot to be said about that. Yep. There's probably a very calming feeling. Like winning a lot of those games probably helps him be like that, but your head coach looking, you know, looking confident over there at all times probably helps out quite a bit amidst all the chaos. Right. And what that you said that was the Texas Tech game? 2002 Tech, final home game of the uh, of the 02 season. Winner wins the Big 12 South. You guys won 60 to 15 and sacked uh, Cliff Kingsbury twice for safeties, where he had two safeties in the first half. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Lowest uh, passing yard total of the season. Cliff with the K did not play well that night. No, and you, you put a couple of clips out there on um, on the, uh, the K-Ref Twitter uh, page, and one of them I thought was interesting. Jimmy Wilkerson gets a sack, and – he, it was a three-man rush, and we dropped eight, and he just had nowhere to go with the ball, and Jimmy gets a, a long coverage sack. I always laugh because like the new – like the drop eight, the rush three was is always this – it's like you reinvent the will every like handful of years in college football, and this has been several years back. I guess whenever Iowa State started doing it and giving a bunch yep. of people trouble, and it's like – when we ran the air raid in 2000, people were doing it to us right? all the way back then. And, you know, it, it's the more things change, the more they stay the same, I guess. 
Yeah, well, Bob Stoops, uh, three-man front, four-man yeah. front, all different types of offenses. Uh, he's one of the few head coaches. Golly, is he the only head coach that's been able to come up with elite offenses with different types of schemes? He had an elite offense where it was kind of an eye formation, downhill run, throw the ball downfield off play action. He's had an elite offense with the air raid. Um, he's had an elite offense with the quick up-tempo, no huddle. He's kind of he, – he did it all, really, offensively. Yeah. Outside of the wishbone, I guess. Yeah. No, that's right. I'm trying to think. I, I don't know that – it's hard because no one else has really been around as long at one place. Right? But most guys, whatever offense they run as a head coach, that, that's, that's what Usually they're doing, man. They're not really switching, switching all that much. I'm trying to think. Saban has always been like fairly pro style until recently. The kind of got into what everyone in college is doing now. Um, yeah, Harbaugh is the same slow pro style. Lean on your defense. Well, Don't you make a, mistakes. You got a five star quarterback now. We'll see if he switches that up in a few years. He ain't going to. Maybe uh, OU goes to uh, Ann Arbor and they're going five wide. I would tend to agree with you that that's not what Michigan's going to look like when OU's right. rolling up to Ann Arbor. Yeah. Um, mm. But hey, I guess you never know. I, it, yeah, I don't feel like he's ever changed before, and I wouldn't expect him to change now. He didn't change when he had Andrew Luck, um, but. Oh, maybe maybe he will. I don't know. Uh, I don't think Teddy is a terrible person, says a texter in the 405. <laughs> uh, first time texter right here. So they've been waiting for their moment to decide whether you're a terrible person or not. They say no. I think it's a top five tradition. Uh, tradition. But when he began that hot take, I couldn't help but laugh. When he said, <laughs> at the risk of sounding like a terrible person, I knew exactly <laughs> where he was going. Uh, I love that. Thank yeah. you for interacting. It's a good text. Other than the part where you say you think it's a top five tradition, you just threw that in there because you're worried about what someone may say. 580, Teddy is horrible. It should be fired. <laughs> uh, oh, Grambling marching band, top five oh, tradition. Yeah. 100% agree. Kinnick Wave is not a top five tradition. That is from Tulsa, by the way. Yeah. So maybe – you 918ers all think the same on this one. <laughs> yeah. I low-key like Sweet Caroline at Iowa State. They sing Sweet Caroline at Iowa State? What? what? I didn't know they did that. Seriously. Now, I'll tell you what a tradition Iowa State has that I do enjoy. Natty it, Lights at 630 in the parking lot? That is a tradition there. The music that they <laughs> pound over that sound system, since we play at 11 a.m. there, it always starts at 7 a.m., like, I don't know. What do they call it? EDM, whatever that. The techno, EDM festival in Vegas. Yeah, it's that's what they play there, loud and. That's it, I just would never. I know. I never think that'd be going on in Ames of all places. Of, it's the most random thing ever, but it it's pretty cool. What uh what cool game day traditions are you leaving behind in the Big Twelve? Let's see. You've got um. I, I'll tell you one that I think is actually pretty good. Okay. The Baylor freshman stampede. I'm still shocked that no one's died or been severely injured. From I think that. they do die and are severely severely injured every weekend. Um, you got country roads at West Virginia. That's their big one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, Kansas State has all kinds the of wa- different things. The Wabash that they do. Cannonball. Yeah, that they, the they KSU got fun... chant after touchdowns. K State's a. It, it's actually a pretty fun it spot. Is. That that's that's. 
maybe the only place I'll, I'll miss in this league. The Choco Taco game. tradition was better than <laughs> uh, anything else. Tech, there's a tradition, act like a horrible human being from the day that you enroll to the day that you graduate or inevitably drop out after 14 days on campus, one or the other. There's right. really no in-between. Yep, nailed that. TCU, the obnoxiously loud scoreboard that they have in one end zone, that's a tradition there. What what is do they the have that horn? But is there anything else that they do? Not really. Um, it's actually a really good game day atmosphere. Like they their like tailgate around the stadium is done pretty well. Texas, um, you've got a Longhorn that just sits there the entire time. Doesn't really do anything. One of the, I mean, if you want to have a conversation of overrated college football traditions, Bevo is number one. They shoot the big cannon too. Yeah, you can feel it in your chest across from the stadium sometimes at the, at the Cotton Bowl. I'll never forget the time on, they did it on a kickoff and the, one of the officials was standing literally three feet in front of it and it blew his hat <laughs> off and he was not happy about it. Uh, boy, the paddle people at Oklahoma State. I know you're gonna miss. Yeah. you're gonna miss those guys. That's good. I like that. I think that is a good one. The waving weed at KU. And uh, no atmosphere, non eleven a.m. games up there in Lawrence. You know where they where they wave like yeah. They oh, I didn't know they did that. But yeah, well, the one tradition that I do like at Kansas is the empty end zone suites. Uh, they've got like these tents set up that are like they really got the lazy boys out there. Yeah, and I know of two people who have uh, not had a ticket there, but. Ended up in the suite. <laughs> ended, ended up there. One yeah, way or it's the other. interesting. I've never seen anyone in them. I mean, that's pretty cool. I like that. So there, there's a handful of nice traditions in the Big 12 you're leaving behind, but uh, you're you're about to see a uh, totally different atmosphere rolling to the SEC. And as we talked about earlier in the show, it's still fascinating to me that, and it's awesome that you've got to kind of rethink your entire town just by moving to a conference. Yeah, it is. I'm trying to. Do you know? Does BYU or Cincinnati do anything? Well, BYU, we found out about the Cougar Tail. The yeah. uh, like how how long how big was that maple donut? That they all pass it around and yeah. eat off the same one. That's kind of weird, but uh, it's food. I'll take it. I don't think Cincinnati has one. Uh, I don't know about anything from UCF or, or Houston either, other than Dana Holgerson having <laughs> phlegm every press conference. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure Cincinnati and. Be, I'm sure everyone kind of has something that they do that's a little bit unique. So, what's the uh, like if an SEC fan's having this conversation? What's the tradition with OU to be excited about? Like coming to Norman, like what's the must see thing? The Sooner Schooner in person? I guess if I were to like list them all out, like kind of the new thing that you have is which they won't care to see our players walk into the stadium, but you have that thing. What do they call it? The Champions Walk? Yeah. Um, You've got the the band with the uh, um, what's the guy the drum major doing the walk thing I guess the walk thing yeah you've got the schooner dumping over <laughs> you've got our <laughs> our our most well known uh, tradition of all is the kicking for chicken. Kick in for chicken. They better have it at the spring game a week from Saturday. Yeah. I, I really want them to pick a random former OU player to go out there for the kick in for chicken. And, you know, we have the uh, play like a champion today uh, stolen by Notre Dame tradition, which is cool. Well, you didn't mention the best tradition of them all. What, and the I, worst press box in college football? Well, that's, that's number two. 
We um, take pride in that one. The, the best tradition of all now, and it's about as old as the uh, Iowa wave, mm-hmm. is and these ball boys in the SEC better be ready ah. to go chase their football out of the north end zone. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully we're not uh, seeing that tradition too much this upcoming season. But if we don't, I guess that'll make it more special. Huh? The, the SEC fans are also going to hear a chant from the stands that they've never heard before. What? Down in front! Oh, seriously. <laughs> I was like, it can't be run the ball. They, they chant that every single stadium there. Run the hey, damn ball. down in front! Oh, good stuff. That's funny. Uh, let's see. Our tradition is breaking the ball boys' ribs. Yeah, Jeez. getting all tuned up in the second de- uh, the upper deck. Nine one eight kicking for chicken, but instead of a field goal, Turk has to stand on the ten yard line and not try to not punt the ball through the opposite end zone. <laughs> right. Oh, you guys are Heisman Park. Yeah. Says Camo sooner. Yeah. That'll be cool for. The, I don't know. Do is is that something that other schools have? Is well, Bama statues? has Bama has the uh, Bear Bryant statue. And it was it was mentioned in that OU Daily article mm-hmm. about the you know Norman of the SEC move. I guess it's uh, it's vandalized quite a bit from <laughs> rival fans. So. Oh yeah. Nice. D- d- does that mean that we've made it, or is that our initiation? If we see like a weird hat on top of uh, yeah. Kyler Murray when we show up to the game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, some. Or a video from, game controller in the some, hand or something some like that. Fan from LSU. LSU is going <laughs> to duct tape a PlayStation <laughs> controller to his hand. Uh, let's see. It amazes me that Kansas has so many fantastic basketball traditions and can't get a single thing going at football, even with a small crowd. They can't even get the rock chalk chant going. That's from the 580. Well, last year they sold that sucker out a couple of times. Or two or three times, right? 405, it's the Boomer Sooner chant for sure. We started doing it in the Tennessee Stadium and they hated it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It is. Um, the back and forth, That's it's actually really good. Uh, let's see. God, I, you guys are – some of these things that you're saying, I cannot read these. The reindeer humper, <laughs> mentioning the paddle people, yes. Pistol Pete with pistol firing and him not even holding pistols. <laughs> Won't miss all the stupid Big 12 hand slash gang signs. That is true. That is very much a Big 12 thing. What I, is that? Well, I don't think that that's as much of a thing in the SEC, all the weird hand signs. OSU has a hand sign. K-State has a hand sign. TCU. TCU, Baylor, Tech, Texas. What's Texas' hand sign? Seriously? Yeah. What's Texas' hand sign? Yeah. How about the horns? Oh, Oh, my God. I didn't think of that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe the most common one that's out there. I don't know that I've ever actually seen them do that. i only seen people do it down. Jeez. That's funny. Big Rick and Owasso, OU cheerleaders tripping us after a loss. That's yeah. a tradition. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> What's the Texas <laughs> tradition? Also, crystal meth on Boyden Clemson. Yeah, yes. An OU tradition. That one's going to go on forever. We we know that. Sugar. That'll yes. outlive the SEC. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Good stuff. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Victory, Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church. It's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. 
Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at victoryfamily.church. That's victoryfamily.church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at victoryfamily.church. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. If you have damage from the recent storms, call Gary Cavins and his crew at Cavins Environmental. Gary and his crew can help you with storm damage. That means tarping and boarding up, cleanup services, water extraction, build-back services, and dumpsters that Cavins will haul away after they are filled up. Don't be fooled by out-of-town contractors. Give Cavins a call today. Do it now. 405-573-3048. That's 405-573-3048. You're simply your favorite summer outdoor concert series is back at Riverwind. Beats and Bites is here and bigger than ever. 38 Special and Blue Oyster Cult, May 27. Gin Blossoms with Tonic, June 10th. Mark Chestnut, Shenandoah, and Tracy Bird, July 8th. And Gary Allen, August 26th. So the best place for entertainment this summer is right here at Riverwind. Needing some electrical upgrades around your house? Don't do it yourself. Trust the experts at Wade Electric. Wade Electric has been family owned and operated for over 50 years and is committed to the highest level of service and safety. Service changes, LED upgrades, electric car charger or backup generators, we do it all. Leave it to the experts at Wade Electric. Call 405-329-1940 to speak with our trusted professionals. Dreaming of an escape? What about a relaxing escape to your very own backyard? Signature Custom Pools can turn your dreams into reality. Signature Custom Pools creates distinctive designs to fit your perfect getaway. Call Signature Custom Pools for your free design consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com and turn your backyard into your dream escape. Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner has been Sooner Fans' place to go for OU gear for more than 45 years. Once again, voted best place in Norman to buy OU merchandise. Locally owned, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. Graduation is just around the corner, and Balfour has a great selection of diploma frames in stock, as well as great gifts for your grad. Or maybe you need a gift or gift card for a high school grad that is coming to OU. Come to Balfour or shop online at crimsonproud.com where you will find everything sooner. We are looking at a pretty lopsided matchup, Jim. Ron, this newcomer has no idea what he's getting himself into. Let's go to the action. Jim, the size difference alone is staggering. Unbelievable, Ron, and this guy acts like he doesn't have a care in the world. What is he thinking? Every day, people tempt fate and die trespassing on railroad tracks. See tracks, think train. I mean, we kind of talked about it actually last season, going into when we were in fall camp. Uh, Coach Chave and Coach Bates kind of talked to me up and said, you know, 
when we do, when I'm kind of inside or doing inside movements, they said I, I look a little bit more comfortable than on the edge. So like they're saying, you know, next year maybe, you know, you could try, we'll try putting you inside. And, you know, I, I agreed with them. I, you know, I, I could see what they're talking about. And so you know, I'm just trying to do whatever I can, you know, to help better this team. So if I have to move inside, that's no problem. The first day we had came back from Christmas break and then they were like, all right, Jonah, we making the move. I was like, all right, coach. I mean, I was I was already ready for it. I was me and Coach Bates would always, you know, joke around. Every time he'd see me go in like the defensive ends room or anything, he'd joke around and say, he'd be like, you know, he's like, you looking good inside, you know, you know. So it it was it wasn't a big deal to me. I mean, whatever uh, I got to do to you know help make our team our defense better, I'll do. Jonah Laulu moving inside on the defensive line. Sounds like that's been the case for a, a few months now. That's not something that just happened this week in spring ball. So, as we talked earlier, probably a couple of reasons for that move. One, you got a little bit more depth over there on the edge. Yeah. Two, you don't have as much depth uh, inside. So. And he's got some skills that I think translate well to playing on the interior. Skills and some physical traits. Big, strong, physical guy. Got some good length, makes it difficult on those. The guards and centers typically don't have the reach that the tackles do, and I think that that could help him. As long as he can get the technique down and, and play with a good low pad level, I think he could he could be a good player. Yeah, there. you don't move a, uh, what, fifth-year senior over there if you don't plan on playing him no. there immediately. So we'll, we'll see Laulu in the lineup this year, potentially as a starter, at least as a rotational guy. I, I think – as of right now, I would I would look at him as probably being a favorite to be a starter. Yeah. What about at edge? You mentioned um, you mentioned R. Mason Thomas earlier. Yeah. You said, you know, in pass rushing situations, he's good, but at the point of attack, like against the run, like that's definitely an area that he needs to get better. Mm-hmm. Is this an edge room like a bunch of pass rushers right now that? They're really good at getting to the quarterback, but maybe defending the run is a bit of an issue. Like, do you have a bunch of guys that fit certain situations, or do you have down in, down out players out there? I, I that's guess I, I'm just worried if they're, that's what they're trying to figure out right now at some of those spots, or I guess that spot. I don't think we have any good consistent pass rushers today I think our Mason Thomas is going to develop into one I think Trace Ford when healthy can be one I think out of Barre will will definitely uh turn into one I think I think Grimes just kind of has his one move, his push-pull that he had last year. Um, not a great threat with speed. Downs, I don't. he doesn't have much of a go-to move. Bothroyd is the most well-rounded player that we have at rushing the passer. He's got a good little speed rush. He's good at creating some distance. He's got a nice counter. He can spin and counter. Uh, he just works his... Um, works his hands really well, just has good knowledge base of, of rushing the passer. We just don't have – we don't have any like guys right now that you would just consider pure 
pass rushers. Our Mason Thomas has a really good get off and a good feel for getting his hips down and, and being able to run the hoop. But, you know, he, he's got to be able to get stronger, develop a bull, be able to, to fight against, and develop a counter. Season started today. Bothroyd's your starter at that spot. Or, you know, a, a, a starter out there. Yay or nay? If it were up to me or if it's, like, what's going to happen? Well, I, just, I guess you just got to go based on what you've seen. I mean, you could do both, but off what you've seen? He's our he's our best okay. all-around player. Based on what you think's going to happen? Because it sounds like it's a different story between the two. Well, because there's a long time between now and... Well, and that's why I asked, like, if they had to play a game today. If they had to play a game today, I would start Bothroyd. Yeah. Absolutely. most experienced out of that group, so maybe that's not all that surprising. Yeah. Uh, the panic scale uh, was very, very high earlier this afternoon. And yeah, what was going on? Well. <laughs> Some backer? Yeah, a linebacker from uh, Lucas, Texas, four-star Peyton Pierce. He's got some OU connections. Uh, he is announcing his commitment in about 30 minutes, and it sounds like it's going to be Ohio State. And it felt like for a while that he was, a, he was an OU lean, but James Laurinaitis up there at uh, Ohio State had something to say about that, and it feels like in about 30 minutes he's going to commit to the Buckeyes. Is Laurinaitis coaching backers? He no, he's not a full time assistant. I okay. think he's like in one of those support roles. Is what, was what he's doing there. Left Notre Dame. Hell of a player. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a great backer at Ohio State. Yeah, really, really good. Um, huh. Okay. Number one fifty one overall player in the twenty four seven composite rankings right now. What's the panic? The panic is that. Well, he's a really good linebacker, and Ohio State's going to get him out of the state of Texas, and. This is one that Brent Venable should have should have gotten. Hmm. Well, who made the decision that it's one that Brent Venable should the have gotten? The text line, of course. It it I mean, this one does sting. I mean, with the OU connections that he has. What's the connection? Well, um he he's got like family connections that, that go back to OU. So this I mean, it does sting a little bit and like, I still think they can get a top 100 linebacker. Who's that kid that you saw last week? Braden Platt from the state of Washington. Yeah. And you say he was a pretty good-looking kid? Yeah. Four-star. He's got a real good chance to be a top 100 player. So, it's not like your options all of a sudden are terrible at backer. But, I mean, that one that one does sting. Hmm. Well, it's early. Um, like, Is this one that they they were banking on? That's the first time I've heard this guy's name. First time you heard of Peyton Pierce's name? Yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, we've been talking about him for quite some time. I think okay. going all the way back to last year. I think he was even at the uh, – I think he was even at the spring game last year. I think he, we interviewed him in the postgame show last year, I want to really? say. I know we did Nigel Smith. I, th- I think Peyton Pierce was too, if I remember correctly. Okay. Well, uh, I think we'll be okay. I – tend to not really worry about the recruitment of linebacker. Um, Venables is going to get good linebackers in. I like the I like the linebackers from last year's class a lot. I think those those guys what do we get three? Still not counting uh, Lewis Carter kind of in the fold yet, you know. Um, or Omasigo. Yeah, yeah. Neither true. one of those guys showed up. Right. Uh, 
Pachotti's the only one here. So, I mean, you look at the linebackers as is right now, which is the right way to look at it. I mean, because it's going to be tough for Omasigo and Lewis Carter to, you know, really break through in year one. But um, there's a couple of guys that you don't factor into the linebacker core that got a chance to turn out to be pretty good players. Yeah. Which, what, both of those guys were top 100, right? Omasigo was right around top 100. I mean, they're both really good players. Yeah. But, well, I, I mean, look, the – the goal is still the same here with this class. You've right. got to get at least two of the big four on the defensive line. Got right. to get at least two. So what's the? How do we know that this? Because he's just been he's been all over well, Ohio State. Uh, yeah, I've been all over Ohio State, and then now randomly he's going to commit at six o'clock today, which was unexpected. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, as we all know, it's not always over whenever you get a commitment. You just – you never know. But, hey, uh, there's going to be plenty of other good players out there for sure. And I don't know I don't know who else we're in on right now. That's – I. even though that's the position that I'm usually most tuned into, it's not in recruiting because I I trust Venables to get good recruits in at, at backer every year. I mean, that's, that's going to happen. He's going to get good players in. Uh, how are they feeling about those four defensive linemen? Winery, Stone, Nigel Smith, and uh, Zadavian Sims. No clue. Um, everything that I've heard has been mainly from you guys, and it sounds like it's all all really positive, right? I mean, I don't know that they're going to get well, all four of those guys, but the David Stone uh, <laughs> saga is quite interesting. We'll see uh, what happens there. That David Stone. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, right? There's there's no sense in getting caught up in anything that he says. He's, he's a young man. I agree. Man. It says a lot. I mean, I, I agree with that. He he is in, enjoying the attention. He's in, probably enjoying the reaction that he gets out of fan bases, both positive whenever he mentions their name and negative whenever – he mentions someone else, and those fans all, you know, get in a tizzy. Just let it play out. All right, where's his top, his other choices? Um, I mean, Michigan State has kind of been there for a while. Um, I'm sure A&M's, A&M's going to be a player in this thing. He, he ain't going to A&M. I don't even look, know. I don't look even at know you the bringing game. the recruiting optimism here for uh, 2024. You I, said you had no idea about how they feel, but man, you I have no idea how he feels. Hey, okay. No clue. But the AM experiment is over. It's over. You're calling time of death on AM in recruiting? Is that what you're doing? Um, whatever you want to call it. Texas, their thunder is stolen. The NIL, the, NIL, the NIL ain't stopping down there. I mean, that's that's where all the thunder is coming from. So, you saying well, it's dried up or, like, what are you saying no, here? No, I, I don't know anything about their NIL. I'm sure that they're going to continue to have big numbers. But, you know, Texas's NIL is going to continue to grow and they're going to continue to to do good things too. And I, A&M has had, like, the best run recently that they've been on in a long time and they've accomplished jack squat like yeah. you you can only do that for so long before everyone's like yeah nah that's okay you guys go ahead All right that's 
I'm going to go somewhere that wins football games. The A&M hype has uh, severely slowed down after the past couple of years. That's what I'm telling you. Other, other than uh, me reading earlier that 24-7 projects them as a top-10 defense. We'll see about that, but the offense has been the real issue, at least last well, year it was. Having a horrible offense is going to help them have a top-10 defense. Yeah, maybe it will. But yeah. I, um, the A&M hype is slowing down, and I've been slowing down on the A&M hype for quite some time. Thought they were massively overrated last year, and I mean, I, they'll be better this year. I'm sure they'll be a six-seven win team this year, mm-hmm. but I don't. They're not winning ten games this season. I don't even. What does their schedule look like? Have, do you know? Well, off the top of your head? so they'll have Bama at home this year. They'll be at LSU. Uh, those are their two toughest games. So I mean, I would project them at best the third team. I think they'll probably be the fourth best team in the SEC West this year. I think Bam will be better than them. I think LSU will be better by a pretty decent mark by those two. I think Ole Miss has a chance to be better than A&M, too. A&M was dead last in the SEC last year. Yeah, well, they didn't even win six games a year ago. When, what, would they go, five and seven? Well, yeah, they were two and six in, in conference. Five and seven overall. Um, New Mexico to start off at Miami. Uh, Louisiana Monroe. Auburn. Arkansas. Alabama. At Tennessee, South Carolina, at Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Abilene Christian, and at LSU. Yeah, that's Ooh, brutal. Boy. At LSU, at Ole Miss, and at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That's to and me, at Miami in the non-conference. Yeah, we'll see if Miami's any better. Or They're not. the They're same team. Like who knows? It's a coin year. flip. Yeah. Right? Um, I I think they may be at best fourth in the SEC West now that I, I hear the schedule. Yeah, it, it's if a. Uh, uh, like D- David Stone, I'm sure, is a great player. Uh, and I'm sure he's a good kid. But if he wants to go to Texas A&M, let him go. And don't lose an ounce of sleep over it. That's good just, luck with that. With uh, David Hicks signed there last year, some people lost some sleep over that one. Yeah, But I love the optimistic take from you on the, uh, on the recruiting front. And I'm not saying that you're wrong about the optimistic take, but... if. I, I'm, I'm. They do, they do need to get better on the defensive line. I think we can all agree with that. He, he would help with that. Yes, he would. But my point, my point is, if, if a player wants to go to a program that has traditionally not been any good, that hasn't, like, what is the big thing that they have accomplished? Manziel. You know, beat Alabama is that, like is that it? They won a COVID Orange Bowl. Won a COVID Orange Bowl. I, if a player wants to go to Texas A and M because they've been promised an NIL deal, and you just that's not who you want here, anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't lose any sleep over that. Uh, does OU go six and six with that same schedule? I don't know. I OU's got the schedule that they have, but. Does OU go six and six with Texas A and M schedule? <sighs> I don't know. They're about to have Texas A and M schedule, so I'll I'll let you know in two years. I don't know. Yeah, I just hope we don't go six and six with our schedule. All right, that's uh, objective number one. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. Couple of segments left. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network.
Night drivers sure are valuable, and Canyon is offering you a new pay rate. Canyon Oil Field Services is hiring night drivers with Class A CDLs at their Hinton and Chickasha locations. Health, dental, vision and life insurance, a retirement plan, vacation, and a longevity bonus. Now they're offering a new pay rate, and it's excellent. Night drivers, call 580-729-3297. 580-729-3297. We're the company where employees decide to stay. At Canyon Oilfield Services, the key word is service. Canyon keeps getting more work. Canyon Oilfield Services is adding three roustabout crews, and they're hiring roustabout pushers. If you like getting hours and making money, you'll get 60 to 80 hours a week. These roustabout pushers will work out of the Elk City, Hinton, and Chickasha yards. Excellent pay and benefits are waiting if you're ready for them. Call 580-729-3297, 580-729-3297, or go by the Elk City office on Highway 6, a mile and a half south of the golf course. Where the company where employees decide to stay at Canyon Oilfield Services, the key word is service. After an amazing run to the College World Series Finals, it's got a chance. Track, wall, gone! Skip Johnson and the boys are back and poised for another run to Omaha. Got him! Swing it! Catch the entire 2023 season right here on the Ref 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, and on the go anywhere in the world on the KREF app. And you can unhitch the wagon! Put the ponies in the barn! The home of Sooner fans and your flagship station for Sooner Baseball. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Day one, the hardest day, the day you hear. This is a type of blood cancer. But day one is just one day. At the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, we are here to help you move past day one. On day 45, I discovered an online community who shared great tips for in-treatment care. I missed a lot of school during treatment, and LLS helped me keep up. To learn more and get help on day two, day 28, or any day, please visit LLS.org or call 1-800-955-4572. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh Uh-oh. 
Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. You walk into a stadium and you're thinking everyone's going to be, you know, doing cheers for the other team. When you walk in, you hear boomer. And I'm like, oh, no, I I want a hostile environment. I want us to feel like we're the underdogs and everything we don't do right is cheered and everything they do right is cheered. I just want them to feel a chaotic environment, a suffocating environment, whatever we can take from it to learn from it is important because we're walking in stadiums that are not our home stadiums and it's a home crowd and it just kind of backfires on some growth at times i really want to see them up against big time players in a big time environment an sec school a future opponent it's a tough place to play in any sport i think everybody knows that and I'm just really excited to see how we handle ourselves in, in, the, in that environment. I, it's been a long time since we've been able to simulate something like that. It's Patty Gasso, OU and LSU, top of the hour on ESPN2, 6 o'clock first pitch. Maybe LSU fans heard that and they're going to troll OU tonight and do Boomer Sooner chance the entire uh, time and cheer every good. time they get a face hit. That'd be pretty uh, No, I would not expect that to uh, happen tonight in Baton Rouge. It'll be, um, yeah, it'll be the most intense atmosphere that they face this season. Yeah. It's probably not going to be all that close. I hope it is. I, I hope it is. Just like uh, Coach Gasso was talking about right there, create a, a rough environment for them, chaotic, a um, little bit of adversity. Typically, I I think that really good teams tend to play better the more difficult the environment becomes. So I I would have no reason to believe that they wouldn't be able to rise to the occasion. Yeah. Yeah. You go out there and run rule this team tonight. I mean, just get a win. I I hate that like run rule is always the expectation, you know, or that's at least the line for feel good against LSU though. Success. It It would feel really good against LSU. Yeah. And I think OU's the better softball team here. Going out there and getting a win in front of that environment. Like Patty's just like I we we understand what Patty's saying. She understands that her team's really good. She's just looking for any ways to put her team in unique situations to create some growth. Yeah, and here's an opportunity tonight. Like this is why they scheduled that game is to for, to be in this situation. Who do they usually start in? And it it it, it can it, it differ. Um, I would think that you're probably looking at Starocco or Ball tonight, most likely. But I just checked for a lineup on uh, OU softball's Twitter page, and I didn't see one. But that that would be my guess. Yeah. Well, does it matter though? I mean, they've got three legitimate aces in the circle. It, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but it is an information point that I wanted to touch on just to see who They may throw out the true freshman, Kirsten Deal, just to say, all right, hostile atmosphere, let's let's see it. I think, go get it. I think they should go the Texas Tech route. <laughs> and new pitcher every inning. Yeah. New pitcher every time through the lineup. Uh, oh, in a delay. Stay tuned for an updated start time. Wow, that looks nasty out there in Baton Rouge. 
Hmm. Dang. And I'm talking about the weather, not the city. <laughs> nice. In a delay. God. Even the weather sucks in Baton Rouge. <laughs> well, you got OU baseball. Uh, yeah. 630 Wichita tonight. State. Wichita State tonight. Yeah. $2 Tuesday. Ah, $2 ice cold beers. Well, I don't know if they're ice cold, but they're going to be beers. Bud Light's uh, 75% off. Just kidding. <laughs> We've had a lot of Bud Light jokes on the yeah, uh, text I'm sure. line the past few days. I'm so sure. Teddy hates the kids and Patty hates the fans. <laughs> <laughs> I think Patty loves the fans, but only when they're hostile against her team. Uh, that's maybe, that's to, maybe that's the point where OU gets as a softball program. They're making so much money that Patty just hires random people, throws them in the stands just to yell and scream at her team the entire time. Maybe, huh. that's, that, maybe that's what she wants. I'm sorry. My attention is drawn to this text message to Toby. Uh, I think that's from Long Kruger. Hey, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Dodgers bratwurst is greater than kava. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Uh, I guess uh, that's for the uh, the pregame for OU baseball. Camo Suter, <laughs> do you guys think anyone will be drunk at the softball game tonight in Baton Rouge? Who won't be drunk at the softball game tonight in Baton Rouge is the better question. Oh, man. Do I think anyone will be drunk at the softball? Like, players? No. Don't think any players will be. Uh, Louisiana State softball fans? Yeah, I do. I think a healthy percentage. Greater than 50% drug no. fans at the uh, OU softball game? One in five. 20%. I'll take the over, please. Yeah. Tonight, well, Sooners will maul the Tigers. It'll be brutal beating in a good way, says a texture of the 918. What's your final score prediction, OU LSU? If they get to play tonight, I guess you can predict a uh, postponement or a cancellation. Who's pitching for Louisiana State? Uh, no idea. Their best pitcher. How about that? Their oh, ace. Okay, <laughs> that changes things. Um, 11 2, Oklahoma. Just another ho hum after a uh, ho hum night. Yeah. Is that 11 and 2 run rule, or do they go the distance and play seven innings? Um. They go the distance. Okay. Well, I'm going to say that OU makes a statement tonight, and uh, they're going to win in a uh, 10-0, 5-inning run rule. Tonight. Run rule? Yeah. Okay. That'd be good. I think a run rule would be nice against uh, LSU. We need to uh, we need to pay them back for a long, long time. Yeah, not a whole lot of football success against those guys here recently. Mm-mm. If the national championship wasn't bad enough, then – you had a 63 burger put on you in the uh, Peach Bowl back in the 2019 season. Game that we'd all like to forget. What's the last time we won anything against them, buddy? Healed? Hitting the game winner? Uh, well, no. You had the you had the no hitter against him in baseball. Ah, was that the COVID year in 2020? Yeah, I think when that they was the been COVID really year good. in Houston. Yeah. What they beat Arkansas that year? They beat. They beat Arkansas and LSU in that in that tournament in Houston, I think. Yeah, maybe that's right. Yeah. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. We'll come back and wrap things up. 651-3439 for a final text. Stay tuned. Night drivers sure are valuable, and Canyon is offering you a new pay rate. Canyon Oilfield Services is hiring night drivers with Class A CDLs at their Hinton and Chickasha locations. Health, dental, vision and life insurance, a retirement plan, vacation, and a longevity bonus. 
The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Your Buick Quest begins here at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in Orino. Get up to $3,800 off on a new 2023 Buick Envision. Must own a 2009 or newer non-General Motors car, truck, or SUV. It's all new, and it's all about you at Dorsey Jones in Orino. We're stocked up on new 2023 Buicks. Don't wait. Go now. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC. I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in Orino, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. Hey, it's Chris Plank, and when I'm not calling games for the two-time defending national champion OU softball team, you can hear Josh Helmer and myself talk about him weekdays, 9 to noon, on The Plank Show. Plus, be sure to listen and subscribe to the Diamond Envy Podcast. That's the ref's OU softball podcast hosted by Tyler McComas. Diamond Envy drops twice weekly with great guests and the latest softball information. Diamond Envy is brought to you by Cavens Maintenance Group. I'm Dot, the safety sentinel. Did you know speeding was the leading cause of work zone collisions in 2020 and 2021? When passing by those